Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Gabe, this is our final episode on the command of Christ, beware of false prophets. I'm going to go ahead and read Matthew 7, 15, where we get this command. Jesus says, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Well, I think, Nate, when we look at this, you know, we've, we've as, as we've looked at these last three episodes, we've seen just um, how God desires that we would, as he commands here, that we would beware of false prophets. But um, one of the key ways that we become, that we beware of false prophets is that we are saturate our lives in the truth because if mm-hmm. our lives are saturated in the truth of word of God, then we're aware of, mm-hmm. of false teachers and false teaching. We, we, we recognize it because we recognize that it's false because we know the truth. Amen. And I think that as, as we look at that aspect of discernment, first John highlights an, an important aspect of this, um, of this discernment and discerning between a true and a false prophet. And um, so I'm just going to read some verses here from 1 John chapter 4, um, verses 1 through 6. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And there's a lot here. But I I wanted to point out um, in verse 1, it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. And just the importance of spiritual discernment that we would be discerning. Because I think sometimes um, somebody could have the idea of, especially if they're a young Christian, um, that they can hear someone, you know, teaching or message and like, oh, just because that, that person's a Christian and maybe even a minister, they must be speaking truth. Mm-hmm. And, and and just to realize the scripture is warning us here that there are many, right, many false prophets, many false teachers, and we need to be aware mm-hmm. of that. We need to be discerning of the spirits. It's interesting because it's Later on, then it says, uh, of those false prophets, it says they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, right? Mm. Of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Inwardly, they're ravening wolves, right? So right. that's what comes out of the mouth. Right. Um, and they speak of the world, and it's interesting because mm-hmm. it says, and the world heareth them. And so one of the marks maybe of, 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 a, of a false teacher, a false prophet, is they're going to be okay with and even promote 
a loving and embracing the things of the world. You mm-hmm. almost get the idea that there's a love for the things of the world and, oh, you can add Jesus in too. Um, and just realizing, what does the scripture actually say? Remember we were talking about discerning false prophets, take everything back to the word of God. Right. What does the scripture actually say? Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Um, in James, it says that to be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God. And so we have to take everything that we hear mm-hmm. back to the word of God. And it says that um, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And we need to take what we're hearing through the filter of the word of God mm-hmm. and so that we can discern between truth and error. We need to test the spirits. We need to take everything we hear mm-hmm. by way of the word of God. And once again, we talked about it before, but what's the litmus test for what we're hearing? Is it exalting Christ? And is it consistent with the word of God? That's right. And Gabe, Jude 1 three through four kind of walks hand in hand with this it says beloved when i gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation it is needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend or that word contend could you could actually translate it i believe defend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints and it gives the reason why in verse four for there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of our god into lasciviousness and denying the only lord god and our lord jesus christ gave its paramount that especially as the time of christ's return is drawing near and near every day that it just seems like there is um while satan doesn't know i don't believe the day and the hour scripture says no man knows that except for the father but it's almost like there's just seems to be an extra attack an extra desire from the the powers of darkness to infiltrate the the body of christ to through deception and deceiving. And one of the ways that's done is through false prophets. Well, I think it's interesting too, Nate, because in the passage you read there, it says, first, there are certain men crept in, and the word that stood out to me is unawares. Hmm. Because what does it say we're supposed to do? Beware. Beware. So what would be the opposite of beware? Unaware, right. right? And so in other words, they crept in and you didn't notice. It's like they they weren't aware. And, right. and they certain men, they crept in. And one of the things it says they do is they took the grace of God and they t- turned it into lasciviousness. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's like they took the grace of God and they twisted it, saying it was a license that you could do whatever you uh, whatever you want. Wow. Remember, we saw that a false teacher speaks to the world, right? Yes. Is that oh, you're free in grace to live however you want, right? right. Um, would be right. would be taking the grace of God and twisting it into in, in, into a license, a to, license sin, to sin, right? Which the grace of God is not a license to sin. It's actually the divine enablement of God in Christ not to sin, but to live and to walk the way God has called us to live and walk through the Hallelujah. power of Christ living in us. Yeah. Um, but just to realize that one of the marks of false teachers that you're bringing out here is there's going to be, they're going to say, you're free to live however you want. Mm. Um, you're free to be you. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's like, no, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you belong to Christ. I, I, I am his. Yes. I, and, and I belong to him. And um, he's the one that is is the Lord of my life. He's mm-hmm. the one leading me. Um, I'm not free to just live however I want. Mm-hmm. Um, the love of Christ constrains me. And in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in it's, it's a wonderful, joyous relationship 
But just to realize that that one of the marks of a false teacher is that they're going to they're going to tell you, you can live however you want. Right. Right. And I think another aspect of this that's important to see because someone may have the question, well, well, we've seen how damaging these false teachers can be. Even there in Jude, what damage it can bring. Why then does God allow false teachers to even come in? Like, right. like because obviously that's obviously his desire is not that there would be false teaching and false prophets. So why does he allow those things to happen? Well, I think we see an interesting insight here in Deuteronomy chapter thirteen, verses one through four. It says, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give it the sign or a wonder and the sign or wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them, thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. Now listen to this. This was so interesting, Nate. It says, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you mm. love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And it goes on and talks about that you shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. Mm -hmm. And so it's saying in many ways, it's like it's saying, you know, it says thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, that false prophet or that dreamer of dreams. It says, for the Lord your God proveth you. So isn't it amazing that it's almost like there's this testing that the yeah. Lord's bringing through that, where it's like it's almost like it's a refining of mm -hmm. where it's like the Lord allows those things to happen because He wants to 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 prove that we love Him with all our heart and with That's all right. our soul. Because if we love Him and we love His Word, we're not going to be led astray by false teaching. Mm -hmm. We're not going to um, embrace teaching mm -hmm. that makes that 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 is um, just to tickle our ears and mm -hmm. allow us to love the world. And so it's almost like part of the reason that the Lord allows false teachers and false prophets to come in mm -hmm. is to prove do we really love the truth do we really love him That's with right. our whole heart and soul or are we just going to turn our ear to somebody that will just mm -hmm. tell us what we want to hear or do we really love the truth do we contend for the mm -hmm. faith do we walk with the lord do we love him do we love his word and so there's a testing there really mm -hmm. is a testing that comes of are we going to be faithful and loyal to christ and his word or mm -hmm. are we going to turn our ear to false teaching Right. And I think this command to beware of false prophets actually highlights the need in many ways for us to love the Lord, because it's like if we're not loving the Lord and by definition, according to God's word, loving the Lord is treasuring, keeping, guarding his commandments, is guarding Christ's commandments. If we're not doing that, then we will be susceptible to false teachers. We will be susceptible to the lies of the enemy. And so Wow, how much, it's, it's just amazing, just the need that we have, that we need to be dependent upon the Lord and knowing his word and, and spending time in the truth of, of God's word. I think, Gabe, as we conclude here, talking about a couple examples of, in scripture of both true prophets, but also false prophets might be helpful. I think of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a true prophet sent of God to prepare the way of Jesus. But look what Jesus says here, I believe in Matthew eleven sixteen. It says, but whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets, calling unto their fellows and saying, we've piped unto you. And ye have not danced, we have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. And the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. And then it has this little sentence at the very end of verse 19. It says that Jesus says, But wisdom is justified 
of her children. And if you look at the life of, of Jesus and you look at the life of John the Baptist or any um, prophet that was sent of God, you see the fruit of their life is, is really, in many ways, the fruit of God. And I, I love um, with John the Baptist, one of the ways we really see this with John the Baptist is John the Baptist knew it wasn't about him. In fact, he made a statement, I must decrease, and he, meaning Jesus, must increase. And someone that is a true prophet doesn't make the focus and, and put the attention on themselves. And so I feel like John uh, was a good example of, of a true prophet sent of the Lord. I think another thing with John that we see that I just think is so, that you were bringing out that's just so impactful, is that John was always seeking to point people to Christ. That mm-hmm. like he was always, like like you see that even when, when Christ came, he said, behold the Lamb of God who takes yes. away the sins of the world. And actually what happened is some of his followers, when he pointed Christ out to them as the Lamb of right. God, they left and started following that's Christ. Right. And you know what I think John probably thought? Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That was his goal. John was like mm-hmm. a signpost pointing people to Christ. And once you get to your destination, you forget the signpost. Right. Well, we as believers are called to be signposts that point people to Christ. Mm-hmm. And the goal of every teacher, every pastor should be to, um, every preacher should be to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Like, he's the one we're pointing people to. We're never trying to amass a following for mm-hmm. ourselves. Our goal is always to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that's a key distinguishing factor between a true teacher and a false one, is a false teacher will try to amass a following that's for right. themselves. A true teacher will do like what John did and point people to Christ. That's right. And obviously, Gabe, Jesus is the best example of all of this mm-hmm. because he did just that. And and what blows my mind is he is the very son of God, but yet he never tried to get the attention on himself he was always deflecting that attention to his father in heaven even to the point of where he says in john 12 49 jesus says for i have not spoken of myself but the father sent me he gave me a commandment what i should say and what i should speak and i know that that his commandment is life everlasting whatsoever i speak therefore even as the father said unto me so i speak and Jesus didn't even speak of his own. He only spoke what the Father gave him. He never wanted necessarily even the attention to be on himself. He was always pointing to his Father. He was always saying, you know, I'm here because my Father sent me. I'm here to do my Father's work. And um, just just such a beautiful picture of these two pictures. There's more pictures in, in, in the scriptures of, of true prophets and how they, ref, they, they always reflected the praise back to God, and they always recognized God. Um, but obviously, Jesus Christ being the, the Son of God um, and the Messiah, you know, the teacher, um, is just is is the best example that we have. And I think also we can contrast this with, um, we, we, we've looked obviously at, at the example of John the Baptist, and obviously Christ is the ultimate example, mm-hmm. as God come in the flesh um, and, and, and declaring truth, mm-hmm. hallelujah. Um, I think we can also contrast that with some examples given in Scripture of, of some false teachers, some false prophets. Um, because remember, in, 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 in Peter, he said that there were false prophets then and that we false teachers now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to look at and to learn from mm-hmm. and to see that just some of the, the things that the false prophets that we see in the Scriptures, we see the same thing happening in mm-hmm. a different way today. Um, just quickly to look at a few of those. Um, one of them is Balaam, right? Balaam's such an example. And you mm-hmm. see he's actually given multiple times as an example in many ways of a false prophet. It. And it's interesting because he 
the main driving motivation, it seems like, of Balaam's life was money. Yes. Um, and you remember that the um, they had wanted that the king of Moab wanted um, Balaam to come and to and to, to to speak a curse over children of Israel, and um, and but old obviously we know that. It, the Israelites are God's chosen people. God's heart was not for them to be cursed. God's heart was for them to be blessed. Mm-hmm. But you see that that even though it seems like in a measure Balaam was um, was st- had a measure of the fear of God, mm-hmm. he still, in a lot of ways, was was seemed like his life was driven by, as the Scripture says, filthy lucre. He loved money, and um, and because of that, he was he um, was not. We see in his life that he did not was not the prophet that God called him to be mm-hmm. because his life was was hindered by a love of money. Mm-hmm. There's other examples we could look at the scribes and Pharisees mm-hmm. um, were an example, I think, in a lot of ways of a false prophet that, that led people astray. It talked about how they shut up the way to life and, and you know right. and became a stumbling to other people in many ways. They didn't right. enter themselves and stumbled other people mm-hmm. from entering as well. There's many different examples that we could look at. But I think that um, as as we kind of come to a close here, I think that two key aspects, two things that you watch for when you're thinking of a false teacher and you look at the examples in Scripture is oftentimes usually the driving motivation behind a false teacher is that they would either be money, a desire for gain, the filthy lucre, right? It would mm-hmm. be a desire for money or power. Usually mm-hmm. it's those two things. It's either money or it's power. It's control. It's having, mm-hmm. uh, it's amassing a large following. It's having a lot of people mm-hmm. looking to you. Usually the main motivations of a false teacher are money or power or both. Mm-hmm. The main motivation of a true teacher, someone who loves the Lord Jesus Christ, is actually the exact opposite. The main goal of them is actually to, to give and to pour out and to, yes. and to have to point people to the word of God mm-hmm. and to not amass a following to themselves, yes. but actually to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and encourage people to follow him. And I think that that's a real key aspect of discerning between true and false prophets. That's good. That humility. Mm-hmm. Um, praise the Lord. Well, for our listeners, this is about all the time that we have to be able to share on this command. But we shared a lot of different aspects and elements to this command. But we would challenge you be a Berean like it talks about in the scripture go and see if these things are so that we're speaking about and read the totality of scripture don't just pull out one verse and 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 apply it to a situation but just soak yourself in the word of God get to know the word of God and and spend that time comparing verses with verses and let the Lord lead you. Let him be your wisdom. Let him be your understanding. More than ever, we need just the discernment of God so that we can be um, not only defend the faith, as it talks about in Scripture, but also be a channel of the truth of the Word of God. So we hope this these four episodes on this command has encouraged you and we look forward to introducing a new command on the upcoming episodes. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.